There are many ways people listen to vision, including through a PC at work. When you fire up your computer at work, go to vision.org.au slash listen and click the Vision or V180 Listen Live buttons. You can also catch the latest Vision National News Bulletin and enjoy a growing range of on-demand podcasts from the same page all while you work. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, the next big election in Australia is on this weekend when the state of Queensland is off to the polls to elect a government for the next four years. These are challenging times, emerging from a COVID recession getting people back to work and protecting the health of Queenslanders. And as you know, we often talk about elections through a Christian lens. Well, our next guest is a former ALP minister who's getting back into the political fray. She's a former minister in Queensland through the Beatty and Bly eras, holding portfolios, Minister for Tourism, Fair Trading, the Wine Industry Development, a Minister for Women in 2006, later Minister for Child Safety and Women. Margaret Keach is back, and not under a Labour banner, but as an independent for the state seat of McAllister in southeast Queensland. Margaret Keach, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's so lovely to be speaking with you. Margaret, you're standing as an independent, but I want to ask you about your resignation from the Labor Party earlier this year. What was happening in the lead up to that? Uh, Neil, for um, a few years, I've been really considering very carefully my membership of the Labor Party. I've been a member for 25 years and um, I've been just looking at how the party's been going recently and um, I have had major concerns. I've been praying about my membership and I do, it, it was really when Labor in 2018 introduced the abortion bill which allowed for a um, late-term abortion and that was really the final straw for me. So, um, and it's taken a journey of considering about you know, the timing for uh, uh, resigning, but um, and after much prayer, so I've decided that um, that was in um, earlier this year that I would resign from the party. Um, it was not an easy decision. I'm a sort of person who's very loyal, um, but I'm also a person who throws myself 100% into anything I do, and I just really felt um, that the party is not the party that I joined 25 years ago. It, its values are not really mine. Whilst in the former era, it was about you know, the working people and um, you know, giving the worker a fair go and um, these really strong family issues. Uh, so, um, yes, after much consideration, particularly with respect to the abortion bill, I did um, resign my membership from the party. Things are very different these days. Margaret, while you were Child Safety Minister in Queensland, you became a born-again believer and your life was never the same from that point. In fact, a lot of issues, no doubt, politically, uh, came under your scrutiny uh, with a, a, a new direction for your life. Give us some insights into what was going on in those days. Yes, yeah, so I think, um, you know, it's just a, it's wonderful, our faith journeys. Everyone has their own personal faith journey. And um, 
I do think with the um, incredible responsibility and also the stresses of that um, particular um, portfolio, child safety or child protection, as it's called in some states, uh, was very challenging. It's um, a very, very important portfolio, but also um, incredibly challenging um, in protecting the the state's most vulnerable children. And I guess at that time... um, I was certainly praying for divine assistance, but I think also my family was also praying for me. So that was the time where um, I came to, um, you know, full full faith in receiving Jesus, um, not only as my saviour, which I had done, you know, previously in my journey, but also as the Lord, my Lord, and to be born again. So, um, but also during that time, I was able to we were debating um, some quite contentious issues back then, and. Um, one of those was um, same-sex unions and same-sex surrogacy. And um, it was after that that I was able to, um, I think, just reflecting very carefully because it was a conscience vote that Labor allowed and then decided that um, I couldn't support those bills. So I did cross the floor of Parliament and voted with the opposition, the um, LNP, um, against those bills. And so, yes, it's a... Um, you know, it's challenging, um, but um, it's, it's something that I do not regret at all and I'm um, just very grateful that I've been able to have the opportunity to stand up for Christian values in Parliament. Margaret, how hard is it now if you are a Christian and you're in the Labor Party? Because it's a very challenging situation when uh, the ways that you might vote are now these days significantly outlawed. If you were to cross the floor, it's uh, that's anathema, isn't it? Uh, how hard is it being a Christian and for people in the Labor Party today? I, um, well, a couple of issues. It, I do think it is getting um, more and more difficult. In, in, um, you know, in, in decades gone past, it wasn't. Um, we had many, many strong people of faith in the Labor Party, particularly from the Catholic Church, and there are still many members who have a, have a deep faith. Uh, but I do think it is more difficult now with the, the Labor Party and um, to be a Christian and to openly hold Christian values, um, Christian morals, and to be standing up for those, especially with respect to traditional marriage, uh, sanctity of life. And um, it is difficult because um, I guess there's less and less support, so you become feel that you become more and more of a um, an outsider in um in the party, but I do um, admire strongly the many men and women of um, Christian faith who are in the Labor Party and do um, hold those views and do vote accordingly, and they have my greatest admiration. Margaret, when we talk about the way that you've served and uh, been a Labor member, a Labor minister for all those years, very hard to let go of Labor values, and that wouldn't mean that all of a sudden you've become a die-hard Conservative. I wonder whether you've got thoughts that you've got criticisms on both sides of uh, not only the Labor Party but the LNP coming into this coming election. Yeah, so that's why I've decided to... um, because. In my um, community of McAllister, that's a, an area that's halfway um, between Brisbane and the Gold Coast, uh, surrounded on, in the um, Logan City. And um, we're facing some very challenging issues here in my community, in particular one with respect to a it's a major road, a six-lane highway called the Coomera Connector. Uh, some are calling that the, um, the second M1. But um, the design of that... Um, that, that route uh, by the main roads is going to 
go right through some very precious um, wetlands, a, a very complex system of wetlands called the Eagleby Wetlands. And, uh, and the route would, would really destroy the whole community of this suburb of Eagleby. So as a resident of 40 years, um, I've been critical of what Labor is doing here in my community. And I really felt that um, it's one thing to complain about what's you know, not happening in your community, but um, complaining doesn't really always work. You know, it, um, it's not, not good for the, the soul, I think, you know, to be constantly complaining. Um, and I really felt I needed to take responsibility to roll up my sleeves and do what I could to join with my community in protecting uh, and and um, the, these valuable wetlands. So that's why I've um, put up my hand uh, to return to politics uh, to be a full independent, that means that my campaign is 100% self-funded. I'm not receiving donations from any individual, any developer, any group whatsoever. And I um, mean, just putting my name forward to be a full independent and then to be, be fighting for this issue and other important issues uh, for my community as a full independent. Uh, no doubt there'd be many who'd be thinking, I'd love to see Margaret Keach on a crossbench somewhere, and particularly because there are possibilities of a hung parliament. Hey, let me ask you, let me put you on the spot here, Margaret. I mean, economic recovery out of a dreadful, dire recession that we're in, uh, given that you're standing as an independent, uh, which side do you think uh, Labor or LNP is going to be best placed to help the state of Queensland emerge from the dire economic circumstances they're under at the present time. Well, um, yeah, I guess it's. Um, I guess that's up to the people, really, Neil. I think they're going to be the best place. My concern is that um, neither party seems to have a strong economic plan for how they're going to actually pay and fund these massive promises that they're giving through this election campaign. Uh, the Queensland Labor government has not even brought down a, a, a budget, so we don't have the full details, especially the, the costs, the forward costs for all these um, promises that they're making. And um, I do have concerns also with the LNP's uh, promises and how they're going to fund them. So um, I, it's something I'm, I'm standing, I'm just, we're on pre-poll now, that's early voting that we're doing now and many, many people are saying to me, um, it's all very well to make promises, um, but how are we going to fund them? It's, it's the same with the household, isn't it? I mean, you don't, you don't make promises to your children to tell them what you're going to buy them for Christmas unless you can actually fund it. So um, that is a concern and it's something that the people, I think, are really considering carefully as they cast their vote on October 31st. Margaret, a powerful insight there. Neither side has a strong plan. There's a warning light there for every Queenslander who's going to be casting a ballot the coming weekend. And as you say, pre-poll voting already open. Uh, but you mentioned the ALP not even having brought down a budget. I mean, some people are very concerned about that, and uh, you've drawn attention to that too. But let me ask you about some of the big social issues. Of course, uh, the Premier, Anastasia Palaszczuk, has introduced uh, the idea of fast-tracking euthanasia in the state of Queensland. Uh, that's a big one. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, you're right. It is a big one, and um, I was quite excited when I heard that the Premier was coming to Beanley and that's the heart of the electorate of McAllister 
for her the the, the launch of Labor's um, campaign. And um, I was hoping actually it would be an announcement about this the road became reconnected and that it would not be the route would not be going through the wet, the wetlands. But instead, the the big announcement for the launch was, um, as you say, Neil, the fast tracking of euthanasia laws. And so, I'm just given that we have we're all fighting so hard to support our elderly, our vulnerable people during this COVID. Um, time to have um, the Premier uh, making the announcement that she'll be fast-tracking the euthanasia laws through Parliament is of grave concern, particularly when our um, specialised palliative care services are really nowhere near scratch. Particularly if you're living in um, a region uh, or rural, rural area, it's almost impossible to get any palliative care services whatsoever. So we've got a long way to go in improving our palliative care services for all of Queensland before we even begin to think about um, euthanasia. And that's something that I do not support whatsoever. And I really believe if we had the, the um, excellent services um, with the best research, uh, we could ensure that everyone is able to have the type of death that the family would like them to have something that's um, pain-free, peaceful, in a um, just in a uh, in a welcoming and um, loving environment. Well, Margaret Keach, I suspect it's not only the people of your electorate who are finding the thoughts that you're delivering today very valuable, but people all over Queensland and indeed all over Australia to know how refreshing it is uh, to hear the insights coming from someone who was a former Labor minister, uh, now an independent, and uh, you're there battling for your community around the issue of that uh, that connector system in southeast Queensland. But uh, for those listeners who are in southeast Queensland, Margaret Keach She's back, but not under a Labor banner, but as an independent for the state seat of McAllister in southeast Queensland. Thank you so much, Margaret, for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.